welcome to episode five of I'm Not Impressed. Are you guys still here? Are you guys still here? You're still listening? You guys are still listening? Don't you have anything better to do Don't you have anything? Time? Yeah. Aren't you like wasting your time right now? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like they are. But if you are still here. <laughs> but if uh, you are still here after we just denounced our name <laughs> and <laughs> drug it through the dirt and we chucked got, it in a garbage can. Anyone still listening are, are the, the true ones. Yeah, the true ones. The there true we ones go. can hear that Daniel and I are currently wearing um, matching sweaters. Matching sweaters. Matching Christmas sweaters. It's not Christmas time yet, but I I feel in the mood for christmas time now that halloween's over sue me sue me but christmas is all over the place already walmart is stocking in their christmas stuff how could i not feel super festive from that i feel festive but i refuse to acknowledge christmas until thanksgiving but the sweater has but stitch you're, on it. You're wearing. <laughs> I will wear anything with stitch. You'll wear a Christmas sweater before Thanksgiving if it, if has, it has a stitch, stitch on yes. it. It has stitch. I'm wearing stitch pajama pants. And it lights up too. It lights lights up, but I currently I I don't have access to lights, so it makes makes it less Christmassy and more stitchy. Yep. And that's because that's my the, defense. The, the batteries went out as soon as they got home. But that's yeah. Okay. I gave Daniel my batteries. Yep, she sacrificed her battery so that I could have lights and be happy. Yeah. But we're twins right now with stitched sweaters, so that's cool. Anyways, what are we talking about? Anything but this case. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, so we'll talk for another hour and a half or so. How was your day? Just ramble. Um, Pretty good. Nothing, well, there were a few crazy things happening. You lost a child. Ah, uh, let's not say that because <laughs> I might get in trouble for that one. <laughs> a child did not show up. A child lost me is always what we should say. <laughs> a child decided to walk away from you. Yes, yes. But I can't get over that. Um, that that's very fitting for the case I'm talking oh, about. Oh dear, a disappearance. Yeah possibly sort of I guess. by the way we did find the kid it, it, it wasn't it it's it wasn't super oh anything. yeah that's it wasn't anything severe it wasn't anything severe <laughs> that's not we're, our we're case just joking week. around it was it was terrifying but n- nothing happened he, he was okay and he got home so that's good yep i'm glad today i just did a bunch of price changes and tried not to bash my head on a keyboard oh nice is that what you do at work you just change prices that's what I do on Thursdays. And, uh, help or put an ice pack on your head. That's what I do on Thursdays. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do? I send out stuff to store managers for those out there in this world that don't know that. Two hours later. Hmm. Have you guys just skipped all that? Yeah. You probably should have. Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully you did. Hopefully. All right. What I, are you going to talk about today? I am Let's going cut to the chase. So... It's kind of a multiple crime situation I got here for you today. We're going to go into two different cases. Two of them? Which I promise are connected. Okay, I was about to say, you you covering my half? (laughs) (laughs) You got got two cases? Yes. Okie dokie. So we are diving into the kidnapping case. Bless you. Excuse you. What's I was gonna happen? yawning. <laughs> it looked like you were gonna sneeze. Wow. <laughs> it did. You went. <gasps> Who doesn't do that when they're about are, to sneeze? Are, are you assuming my bodily functions? I'm sorry. Canceled. Please forgive Canceled. me. Canceled. Canceled. Please forgive me from the deepest part of my I don't care heart. Okay. I guess I'll forgive you. Thank you. But God won't. You're going to hell. Oh wow! With the food truck guy. With the food truck guy. Is that the first thing? Why is that the first thing you thought of? So we said, uh, "Is that not who we told said should be in?" No, Dan Dan Hell. Oh, (laughs) that was like the first case we covered. I could have sworn last episode you said something about that. No, 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 no. 
Did you leave that part in, that, that joke I said about Dan Yeah, Hill? I did. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Uh, focus. Focusing. We are diving into the kidnapping, not disappearance, kidnapping of Stephen Stainer and Timothy White. S- Stephen has a brother and a sister. From what I can tell... Timothy is an only child. In December of 1972, in Merced, California, do not get mad at me, uh, California, if I said that wrong, near Yosemite National Park, seven-year-old Stephen Stainer was walking home from school. During his walk, he was approached by a man that, in some reports, was handing out religious pamphlets and soliciting for charity donations. This man was a pedophile named Kenneth Parnell. So not a charitable person. No. Unlike no. those people you gave $10 to outside of Walmart. Yeah. I just uh, donated a charity. It tells you how Did generous you and beautiful what? and handsome. Don't forget about the handsome part that I am. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna ask you. <laughs> did you ask what charity that was for? Did you just give them your money? <laughs> Something about um, uh, kids eating um, Thanksgiving. Okay, I was just about to like donate like, to charity. I'm not entirely sure where it was going, but, but they they mentioned that Daniel they, just got the most uh, the most. There, there was there was this cute girl outside of Walmart. Gentle mugger ever. <laughs> Give she, me your money. She was like, "Hey, do you want to donate to help our kids?" Um eat thanksgiving and like have christmas or, or whatever and i i guess what they could i guess that they could have been saying that um hey you know in this world there are kids that don't have food on thanksgiving so that's why you should give me money i'm not gonna help that but did you know that's why you should give me money and then you gave them ten and then i gave them money <laughs> i gave them enough for at least two turkeys well, I imagine that this was what Kenneth was doing Gosh, if he was actually it. looking for charity donations. Here's my money. Just threw it down the disposal. How come I didn't ask? <laughs> <laughs> I, they, just, they, they had a sign. <laughs> you know, I didn't even... People that don't work for charities can go to Walmart and get a sign. <laughs> they, they definitely can. <laughs> I've never heard of like outside of Salvation Army with the bells during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of people being outside stores asking for donations for Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> Maybe you help feed their kids for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we got money. We just don't want to pay for it. So if you, if anything you want to donate, that would be great. Thanks. Great. We'll go get some cranberry awesome. sauce with this $10. All right, yeah. I'll buy you a turkey. And hopefully <laughs> it'll, it'll be still be good by Thanksgiving. Hopefully. Uh, I'll bring it to you alive so you can just kill it whenever you need. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you need a grill, just hit me up. I'll I'll get you one too. About <laughs> you getting them the turkey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You already gave them ten dollars, and oh. now you're gonna give them a turkey? <laughs> no, it's just no, it's just um, yes. Okay, this is not what Kenneth was doing. Because Stephen was a trusting boy, was tricked into getting into Parnell's car. At this point, Parnell brainwashed young Stephen into believing that his family didn't want him back. That he was now his legal guardian with his parents' consent. I've never heard that one before. But seven-year-old Stephen obviously believed it. Yeah. Because over the years... Parnell drove them all around California, 
making Stephen go by the name Dennis Parnell. Parnell pretended to be his father and even enrolled Stephen into schools. On the outside, it looked like Parnell was a nice father. But behind closed doors for seven years, Stephen was held captive captive, and sexually assaulted by Parnell. When Stephen was 14, he had grown out of Parnell's desired age group. He wanted a younger child again. In one source, it says that Parnell enlisted his friend Barbara Mathias, who also molested Stephen, into getting him another young boy. But when she failed, Parnell forced Stephen to kidnap another young boy. But Stephen intentionally sabotaged this attempt. Wait, is Stephen the kid? Stephen's the kid. Hmm. So he's 14 at this point. Oh, so he's been there for a while. He's been held captive and sexually assaulted for seven years now. And so he's 14 and he's grown out of the age, like the preferred age Mm -hmm. of Kenneth. So he forces Stephen to help him kidnap another young boy, but Stephen sabotages this attempt. Mm. In February of 1980, Parnell bribed with drugs and cash a high schooler named Sean Poorman to ride with him to Ukiah, California, instructing him to bring him a child. Sean tried to back out at this point, but Parnell threatened him into submission. So Sean returned with five-year-old Timothy White, who was also abducted while walking home from school. Stephen saw Timothy and they had an instant connection. They've trauma bonded before anything has happened to Timothy. But, so of course, Stephen wanted to protect Timothy from the years of abuse that he endured himself. He never, Timothy, gosh, Stephen never tried to escape at any point before because he wholeheartedly believed his parents didn't want him back. He Mm -hmm. had nowhere to go. But when he saw how much Timothy missed his family, he built up the courage to get Timothy back home. So two weeks after Timothy's abduction, on March 1st, Stephen waited until Parnell went back to work And he and Timothy started to hitchhike back to Ukiah, California. Once they got there, Timothy could not remember where he lived. He's only five. I I don't think I knew where I lived at five. Yeah. So Stephen found the nearest police station and they went there. That's good. I was about to say. Yeah. He was pretty young when he was abducted too, but Mm -hmm. he's been in school, so he knows some sort of how the world is, works. Mm-hmm. So, they went to the police station, and from there on, Stephen was hailed a, as a hero. He got this five-year-old boy back. Yeah, right. The trial was unfortunately difficult for both of the boys, because Timothy was six at this point, and had to testify on stand in front of his captor about what had happened to him. During this trial, Stephen's sexuality was constantly called into question. I don't know exactly what that means, because I found that in a lot of, like, files and cases that I read. I don't know if they were, like, the defense was trying to insinuate that Stephen wanted it, which, if so, is... That is disgusting. Up. But that's the only thing that I can think of why they would bring Stephen's sexuality into question during the tra- trial. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any proof of why it was in the trial or anything like that. But that's all I can think of. Which is, if that's the case, that is incredibly messed up. That is gross. He's 14 still at this point. He's not an adult. Yeah. Even if his sexuality was that way. 
He didn't want that. Mm-hmm. You can't consent to that. Yeah, he's not old enough. Yeah, he's not old enough. Especially at seven when it first started. Mm-hmm. You'll like this part because Parnell was convicted of kidnapping and false imprisonment. That's the guy that was actually... Yes. yes that's good. You'll hate this part. Oh, dear. He was sentenced to only seven years in prison. Oh, my goodness. That's the same length that's the same that, amount he that he held Timothy and yeah. abused him. Not uh-huh. Timothy, Stephen. He kidnapped two kids, sexually assaulted one of them for seven years, and he gets seven years in prison. But he served five before being released back into society for good behavior. So what the F? Yeah, what? Huh? Wait, what? When when was this? He kidnapped Stephen in 1972. Oh, so this was a long time ago. Yeah. That's the year Dad was born. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, 1972. Oh. oh, dear. That's not a good thing to associate. Yeah, well. Uh-huh. But I bet he's dead now. That was like 50 years ago. If this guy was like an adult who was kidnapping a kid for seven years, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's out. I'm sure he's out for the count. I'm sure he's gone. So, but he was released after five years. So he was out back in society. And guess what? What? Of course this man wouldn't stay clean because later he was arrested again for trying to buy a four-year-old off the internet. Buy a buy four- a four year old. Wait, did the internet even exist? In two thousand and four. Oh, this was two thousand four. Yeah. Oh, okay. How would you buy a four year old? Black market. It was a sting operation that the FBI had going on, and he tried to buy a four year old, not knowing it was a sting operation. Uh, how do you even find something like that? Like, pedophiles messed up people are on the black market there's a lot of messed up crap on the black market like like the dark web like the dark web yeah how, like how, how do people even like get to that though i don't know and i don't want to know anything <laughs> on there is not for my I eyes mean, i mean i i completely agree but like it's always just so confused to me you know i used to think like that how, how the black market was like an actual market that people just that was, went to. Yeah. Yeah, it was that like was like black. No, just like it was an underground market that all the criminals went to to get uh, bad things. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah, maybe it's just like a figure of speech for like a, just like underground business stuff like That's that. That's what I thought, but a lot of it, like the way the media portrays it, it's like all online. Yeah. I used to also be afraid that I would accidentally stumble onto the black market just yeah? by searching on Google. I, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I was concerned too because I hear about the dark web and the black market. I'm like, how do people even do that? Like, how how is it, how does it hide us. in the internet? What? Like, how? I don't understand. I think it's like a I think it's like a special browser or something. I think so. But I used to be terrified that I would accidentally stumble upon the darkest part of the web ever. Mm. But, you know, Wait. I don't search. I think I actually learned about the dark web in my networking class. How it was to like, hack it? How to hack it? Yeah, you gotta hack the black web now? No, 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 no. Black no. web, do not come after no, us. No, it was just uh, explaining a what the dark web was it was uh it was like uh websites and urls that couldn't be traced because they had a specific type of address you know how there's like the https Mm -hmm. at the beginning of every website i think black the dark the dark web 
has like it just doesn't have anything it's just okay. it just exists as a domain that makes more sense than like an actual website that's like the black yeah. market and all bad things are on it yeah i think i think from what i remember this is probably wrong because i retained not a lot from that class but sorry, it was teach. like sorry teach he was actually a really good teacher but uh, his class was very complex, so a lot of it just went right over my head. That's okay. He also didn't use any PowerPoints or anything. But um, what happened, from what I remember, it's like connecting to ports um, or like IP addresses uh, of certain websites. So it's not even like on a domain or it's not even on the internet. You have to connect to it directly oh. by typing in the the port and you, and you connect to somebody else's uh, server that they own so uh I, from what i remember that's what the dark web is but i'm not entirely don't aware. come after us if that's not correct yeah also don't come after us if you know <laughs> I, I don't even want to be associated with you <laughs> no i thought you meant like if you were like a computer like no 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 no. You know what the black like what it no, actually no, no, is. No 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 like don't like, tell us. We like don't want to know. If if you come from the dark web, don't tell us. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Get out of here. Forget our email now, please, and leave. Be gone. Well, that's exactly what whichever one of those is correct. If none of them, I mean, if any of them. He was arrested while trying to buy a four-year-old during a sting operation. He was sentenced to eight years into prison after this. Let's go. Four years into his sentence. Oh, my. In 2008. Released for good behavior. As Daniel guessed, he died. Oh, he died? He died in 2008. Let's go. In the Let's state go. prison hospital in Vacaville, Vacaville, California. California, Vacaville. what is with Vacaville. your names? <laughs> I think I think it I think it's I think it's Vacaville. It's V A C A V I L L E. Vaca Vacaville Vacaville Okay. I probably completely screwed that. Sorry, California. I can't pronounce your cities. But there's, but... A, there's a co-worker I, I have named Baca. And, and it, it's it's spelled V-A-C-A. So you're just putting Baca Villa. <laughs> no, ba- Baca. Baca Villa. Oh, okay. I see. Because V's are spent... Are B's. Pro- V's are pronounced as B's. B's. And okay. then the double L is, spelled, is pronounced as Ya. Okay. In Spanish. If that's correct, California, there you go. Daniel said it. I will not try. It is probably wrong. <laughs> I tried my best. That's where he died. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, that's where I died. Of we don't got to worry about... trying to pronounce it. <laughs> okay, then. You died in the state prison hospital? No, I... <laughs> that's where I died. That moment where... That oh. moment that we just talked about. That That's, that's when I'm gone. I'm okay. Out. So not in the hospital. Yeah, not in the hospital. My bad, I understand. Yeah. Uh, soon after his death, it's also revealed that, or I guess not soon after, during the trial, it's revealed that he abduct, uh, before he abducted Stephen and Timothy, he also assaulted other young boys. Oh dear. So, like, what the actual F justice system? What, what was that about? So I'm I I just think that if he had gone into court his first time going into court if he had gone into court in the in the modern day court then he wouldn't have gotten off so easy. I agree. I think that was But the this was like sentence. 50 years ago. I think it, I I read somewhere that it was the maximum sentence back then, I think. Mm-hmm. Which speaks to the time back then. Yeah. Um, so Stephen was free, the trial was over, and he could go back to his childhood home. But things didn't go great for Stephen when he returned. He was teased at school 
over the sexual abuse that he had endured over the seven years. Eventually, he dropped out due to this. Yeah, go to online. People are jerks. Like, how could someone go through that trauma? That's awful. Kids are jerks. Like, actually. For seven years, he was raised by Parnell to drink and smoke as he pleased. And this return, his return to a healthy home life put him at odds with his parents because his parents were like you can't smoke and drink yeah you're 14 mm-hmm. to the it got so bad that his father had to kick him out of the house oh dear after looking for him and wanting him to return for seven years wait he went missing for seven years well yeah Oh no! Oh, I thought not meant, again. I thought you meant again. <laughs> not again. Like like he kicked him out and wanted him to come back for seven years. No, not again. But oh, like he, they were looking for him for seven years, and all they wanted to do was have him come home. But mm-hmm. due to the, all the trauma he went through, home life wasn't working for either of them, and it wasn't healthy for them. So they had to kick him out eventually. Mm-hmm. Get his life back going, going back on track. And this did work, because when Stephen entered his 20s, things were looking up for him. He was married to Jody Edmondson, and they had a daughter and son together. That's nice. He was also training to become a security officer. That's nice. He had joined a church, and I love this. He volunteered his time to help others who had gone through similar traumas. Aww. So, like... He saved Timothy, and he just dedicated his time to helping others. Yeah. It just just makes my heart happy. Um, Nine years after Stephen escaped with Timothy in 1989, Stephen died in a motorcycle crash at the age of 24, just as his life was starting to turn around. He left behind his wife and two children. Isn't that terrible? I wish I didn't have to tell you that. That was a dark turn. I really wish I didn't have to tell you that. <laughs> that couldn't have gone any worse. I'm so <laughs> that could That I would have rather you kick me in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> than, 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 what the heck was that? I think I'd rather have kicked you than tell you that. I'm not gonna lie. I might as well have just punched you right in the face. <laughs> Frank, yeah. <laughs> Do what you, you asked. Uh, you don't know what could have been worse. Uh, oh, dear. Because the hit and run oh. driver was punished with three months in Stop. jail and a hundred dollar fine. Stop. Wait, vehicular manslaughter? And he was in there for three months? Yep. What? The motorcycle he was driving, it was a hit and run. He was alive when it happened, I believe. And the the guy that hit him fleed the scene, leaving him to die. He served three months. Three months? And had to pay a $100 fine. What the heck? Yeah, in the article, I only read that in one article, but, like, the wife had gone to the, like, the writer... And it's like, I am peeved. This guy killed my husband, the father of my children, left him there to die. And he only gets three months in jail? Yeah. And a hundred dollar freaking fine. Yeah, what? Like, I don't blame her for being upset. I I, would too. I'm peeved right now. Because the justice system isn't doing anything for us right now, is it? No, definitely not. And what what year is this at this point? 1989. That is ridiculous. Yeah. What? That should have had a hard a way harder sentence. It should have. I agree. I I I know hit and runs now is like just the hit and run, not like vehicular manslaughter. Just a hit and run, it's just, like Just a hit and run is like several years. So, yeah. Isn't it? Let me I let think me check. So. so in Nevada it says that a hit and run is 2 to 20 years in Nevada State Prison. 
So 20 years is probably like the more atrocious tw- tw- hit and runs. 20 so, years maximum. So th- this would have gotten him 20 years just for the hit and run. Which should have happened. And then the vehicular manslaughter would have gotten him probably life at that point. That's what should have happened, and that's what would have happened if it wasn't in the modern day. I'm not saying the modern day court system is flawless, but it's definitely has improved. I must admit improvements over the last 20 years or so. Uh, yeah, so now we know why uh, Jody, his wife, was upset. And Jody, you're not alone, because we're upset too. We're upset too. We're actually mad. I might have to go cry after this. Yeah. Hmm. Well, or punch hope, something. Hopefully, the guy who had the hit, who did the hit and run, feels an immense amount of guilt. Is I oh. couldn't find his name anywhere. So I was gonna say dead. Oh, that too. I guess I shouldn't be wishing death, death? on people. <laughs> we just wish that you had a lot of unfortunate. We just... <laughs> a lot of bad luck in yeah. the last and guilt and forever. Because you should feel guilty. That is tough. Like, how can you hit someone and run away? And how, how do you, like, also, like, let them die and then only go to prison for three months? Exactly. What? I That just doesn't make sense to me. That is actually crazy. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> uh. like, I'm actually over it. <laughs> Uh, the same year that he died, the movie I Know My Name is Steven came out. And so that was 1989 that movie came out. Um, I guess it was, I didn't watch it, but it's supposedly about what he went through. Mm. Um, now to go to Timothy and how his life was after the abduction. Oh dear. His... Don't say oh dear yet, because his return to society went a lot better. Oh yeah, because he wasn't there for very long. Yeah, he was there for two weeks. He was five when he was abducted, and he didn't go through as much trauma as Stephen did. He didn't mm-hmm. have to recover from the years and years of abuse. Mm-hmm. After they returned, he remained close to Stephen, and was even a pallbearer at his funeral when he passed away in 1989. Timothy even publicly forgave teenage Sean Poorman. So if you remember, uh, Sean is the teenager that Parnell paid with Mm. cash and drugs to kidnap a child. Yeah. Uh, Timothy had two children with his wife, Dina, and was working as a sheriff deputy in Newhall, Los Angeles County in 2005, where he worked for five years. Nice. And I loved finding this out. In this position, he helped put Parnell into prison permanently. Let's go. The, on the charge for the trying to buy a four-year-old. Oh, nice. So he helped put him into jail. For life. For life. Let's go. So that made me so happy to hear. Let's go. At least we get a little bit of retribution for Steven. And then... Uh, for the worst April Fool's prank ever. Oh, dear. In 2010, on April 1st, Timothy died at his home at the age of 35. That's so young. Due to a pulmonary... 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 Pulmonary embolism. What is that? It's like a brain bleed i think oh that's not Here, fun let me double check at least it wasn't something like manslaughter yeah it wasn't something. manslaughter it was that sucks no quote unquote natural causes um so pulmonary embolisms occur when blood clots get stuck in an otter artery in the lung blocking blood flow oh man so that's how he passed away at the age of 35. Today, both victims and the pep- perpetrator have all passed away. On August 28, 2010, just a few months after Stephen's passing, 
A statue of Stephen and Timothy was dedicated in Applegate Park in Merced, California. The plaque reads the following. Teen hero. Kidnapped in 1972 as he was walking home from school and told his parents no longer wanted him, seven-year-old Stephen Stainer was routinely violated through seven years of captivity. As Stephen grew older, his captor's preference for younger children drove him to abduct five-year-old Timothy White. Unaware of the fate now intended for him, Stephen's only thought was to save the new child from unspeakable abuse. He had suffered himself. Abuse he had himself suffered. Stephen summoned the courage to lead little Timmy on a desperate flight to safety. Once returned to his parents, Stephen took time to educate law enforcement, school, and parent groups on the insidious methods of child sex predators. Stephen died at the age of 24 in a motorcycle accident, leaving a wife and two small children. May this memorial to Stephen Stainer's heroism and to all child victims stand as a beacon of hope to families of children still missing. I really like that plaque. Here, let me get a photo of the statue. I was going to get it, but I forgot. This is a photo of Stephen and Timothy. Well, I see it over here. This kind of reminds me of a book that I read in, in uh, like, middle school. Really? Yeah, I can't remember what book it was or what's it called but it was about a child that was abducted i think they're uh, and uh claimed to be his parents i can't remember what the book is called but there is multiple books written on this i believe if the photo would load that would be great okay that's the statue Oh, that's awesome. So that's a statue that an artist made for them. And... But for another kick to your face, Daniel. Oh, come on. This plaque was stolen in late April of this year, 2022. What? Yeah. Why? Because apparently... Some delinquents or someone in the area have been stealing plaques from multiple different monuments in the recent months. What? Just for fun. I don't know why. How do you steal a whole statue? Pry bar it? I don't... Not a statue, just a plaque. Just the plaque? Just the plaque. Okay. I'm glad I didn't take the statues. Just the plaque is gone. Okay. Um, Well, that's still deplorable. Yeah. It's like a kick in the face to the family. Yeah. Uh, There's no, like, the products for, like, to make a new plaque for many of these monuments are on back order. So there's no timeline on when the monuments will be restored. So they're plaqueless right now. Mm. Now to get to the second part of my case, which I promise is connected. But you guys are going to have to wait because that's right. It's a two-parter. And no one no one look up what it might be. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. Do, oh, so you're going to cover the second one in the next episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a two-parter. I see what you mean. I see what you're doing there. This, this can... So no one look up what it could be. No, 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 no. If you I, do, I... I'm going to know, and I will be mad. I ain't spoiling it for At myself. all of you. Hopefully the main character doesn't have a traumatic ending like Stephen did. <laughs> Not the main character, but the main person, hopefully. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, oh, gosh, you're just the worst. I guess you're going to have to wait and see. Um. Okay, are you ready? I am ready for you. I'm ready if you are. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm good. I kind of just want to hop right into this one, not give a whole lot of exposition. Um, okay, go for it. I won't stop right. you this time. Okay, you ready? So, a group of American like hikers, led by Doctor Charles Beale. <coughs> my throat is giving out. <laughs> the past few days, my throat has been giving out. That is not a good sign. I think I, I think I'm yelling too much. 
They're shouting too much. They're just too loud. He shouts at me a lot, guys. That is not true. Don't say that. No, 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 no. That is not true. Don't let them think that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Do you need to get some water? Maybe. Maybe I should go get some, like, apple juice or something. Okay. Don't look at my notes. Or maybe it's because I'm doing that voice. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, while he's gone, what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, my little Frankie Franks joined me. Hi, baby. You want to say hi? You want to say hi to everyone? No? He's okay. My puppy came to join me. She's so cute, guys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah? You think so? You want to tell them now? You think so? Yeah, we just took you on a walk. You think you need another one? Yeah? I'm giving you all the pets. What do you want? why you can't be here when we record. You make so many noises. Uh, do we want Frankie in here? No. She'll make okay. too many noises. Bye-bye, Franks. Go get Marcus. Go. go get him. Welcome back, Daniel. How's your apple juice? Good. Good and refreshing. This is good news. It does its purpose. It is juice and it tastes like apples. I would be afraid if it tasted like anything else. Anyways, these Americans were camped at Lake Espantosa, a renowned haunted location near what is now... What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Carrizo Springs in southwest Texas, half a mile away from the Beale Group. John Dent and his pregnant wife, Molly Pertul Dent, both from Georgia, had built a brush cabin. Dent had come to trap beaver in Devil's in in the Devil's River area. <gasps> this is this is just the name of, of the you area. Know, it's not like ghosts and a lot of people like demons don't like pregnant women. They don't. There's like a lot of accounts where there's cer- certain ghosts that don't like pregnant women. Oh pregnant really? Woman, yeah. Interesting. So that kind of scares me. <laughs> North of the present day Del, Del Rio, but was also on the run from the law for the murder of a fellow trapper in Georgia. The dents were the the dents were to prove fortunate in their choices of a site distant from the lake, as a band of Com- Comanches, Comanches. I th- I think it's like a like a uh, like a native tribe of some sort raided the main Beale camp and massacred most of the inhabitants. <laughs> Afterwards, throwing their bodies of the victims and their carts into the lake. No, thank you. Even at this time, Espantosa Lake had acquired a reputation for ghostly going goings on this incident adding to the store of ill luck and sorrow centering on what to this day mexicans consider a haunted location the name espantosa meaning frightful as molly was approaching the end of her pregnancy the couple were reluctant to travel despite the danger of hostile indians one night in may 1835 this was a long time ago there was a severe thunderstorm and molly went into labor she appeared to be having problems with the birth so dent decided to ride westwards for help he left her there by herself yes Uh, okay he arrived at a mexican goat ranch on the pecos canyon and and told them desperately about his wife's condition begging for someone to ride back with him but as the Mexicans prepared their ho- their horses to leave, there was a furious crash of thunder, and a bolt of lightning struck Dent from his horse, <gasps> killing him instantly. So now they know, don't know how to get to her. Oh no! After a considerable de- delay, 
The goat herders mounted up and followed dense directions. However, darkness fell before they had got over the divide to Devil's River, thus delaying the search. Finally, at sunrise the next morning, they located the dense, isolated cabin. But what they found outside the cabin in an open brush arbor was Molly Dent lying dead alone. No! She had apparently died in childbirth, but there was no trace of the baby anywhere. (gasps) The child was never found. What? But fang marks on the woman's body and numerous wolf tracks over the area made the goat herders naturally assume that the infant had either been devoured or carried off by lobo wolves. What? It gets crazier. Trust me. Okay, but what are the chances that he would get struck struck by lightning? Struck by lightning. Like, isn't that one in a thousand? One in a million or something? Um, something like that. I, I know it's, uh... It's more likely to to get struck by lightning than to get killed by a shark or die in a, pa- a plane crash, from what I remember. But so still. it's actually a lot more likely than you'd expect. But still, what are the chances? But it's still really unlikely, yeah. And then the baby's just gone? Yeah. Either, either devoured by wolves or uh, just taken off by them is what they assumed. Dang. Uh. Um. <laughs> okay. So. Do you have any kittens in the story to make me feel happier? Kittens? Yeah. Nah, nah. Unfortunately, not. But okay. it gets good. It gets good. Okay. Trust me. I'll trust you. This time. The the notoriously haunted Espino- Espantosa Lake often avoided by travelers who fear the ghostly fog that covers the lake each night. In 1845, a young boy reported seeing an unclothed girl devouring a goat (gasps) alongside a pack of wolves. Around a year after this incident, a Mexican woman at San Felipe claimed she had seen two large wolves and an unclothed young girl devouring a freshly killed goat. She approached the close she approached close to the group, she said, before they saw her and ran off. So it the it could be the wolves actually took the child and raised her. And raised the child. As a wolf. What? The wife died at childbirth. The wolves took the child and raised it for their own. And in in the in the fog of the lake, this little boy saw a little girl devouring a goat. That must have been terrifying. That must have been horrific. Could you imagine? No, I well, I I couldn't because I don't want to. <laughs> Just, no, imagine being taken by wolves yeah. as a baby. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I I could imagine that if I was taken by wolves, then I wouldn't be the same person I am today. Obviously. You would be <laughs> because, devouring because, the fresh because, kill with them. Yeah, I would, I would be raised by wolves. That's <laughs> what you think is normal. Oh, gosh. And you wouldn't know how to talk because you learn to talk. Usually it is very dangerous for humans to eat raw meat since the wolf girl never had the chance to learn how to cook a ham or other meats. Her body must have been accustomed to digesting uncooked meats just like a wolf. Yeah, she did when she was a baby. The woman noticed that the girl ran initially on all fours, but then rose up and ran on two feet, keeping close to the wolves. The woman was in no doubt about what she had seen, and the scattering of people in the Devil River's country began to keep a sharp watch for the girl. There were similar reports by others in the region during the following year, and a pocky story is told of the children's footprints, sometimes accompanied by handprints. Having been found among wolf tracks and sandy places along the river, a hunt was organized. Organized. To capture the Lobo girl of Devil's River is what they deemed her. What? 
or or the wolf girl of Devil's River. As she had been as she had now become known, comprising mainly Mexican vaqueros. I'm not sure how you say that. On the third on the third day of the hunt, the naked girl was sighted near es, Espantosa Lake, running with a pack of wolves. The cowboys managed to separate the girl from her wolf companions and cornered her in a canyon, where she fought like a wildcat, clawing and biting frantically to keep her freedom. I would too if I was right. If that was my that's my family. They finally managed to lasso her to keep her still, but while they were tying her up, she began to make frightening, unearthly sounds, somewhere between the scream of a woman and the howl of a wolf. As she howled, the monster he-wolf from whom she had been separated appeared and rushed at her captors. One of the cowboys reacted quickly and shot it dead with a (gasps) pistol, at which the wolf girl fell into a faint. Securely bound, the men were now able to examine the girl and noted that, despite a body covering in hair and her wild mannerisms, her appearance was human. Her hands and arms were well-muscled, but not out of proportion, and she lacked the ability to speak, only making deep, growling noises. She moved smoothly on all fours, but was rather awkward when made to stand up straight. The girl was put on a horse and taken to the nearest ranch, an isolated two-roomed shack amid the desert wilderness. She was put in one of the rooms and unbound, the cowboys offering her a covering for her body and food and water, but she refused. Cowering in she the doesn't know what clothes are. Yeah. <laughs> Cowering in the darkest corridor, they, they then left her alone for the night, locking the door and posting a guard outside. The... The only other opening in the room was a small boarded-up window. But as night fell, the cowboys heard terrifying howls coming from the wolf girl's room. The strange cries carried through the, the still night air, unsettling her captors as, and soon finding answers from the, among the wolf pack in the wilderness beyond the shack. Soon, there were long, deep howls coming from all sides of the pack, drew closer to the house, and occasionally strange howling screams from the girl, answering them from inside her dark room. Yeah, because they're trying to get their kid back. By all accounts, that's their cub. It she definitely she's is. She's a wolf. Leave her be. She's not killing but, anybody. But she is like a human. Okay, but she it, seems it's better, happy. It's better for her to be like... like uh, rescued rescued from who she's lived with for how many years yeah but she's likely to die young in that wolf pack and and she probably and she probably needs a lot a lot different care that wolves couldn't give her well i mean if her body is fine with the running on all fours and eating raw meat and eating all raw raw meat (laughs) For her whole life, I think she's fine. I don't think I don't think uh, they were right to kill the wolves. Definitely not. But I definitely think she should have been like rescued, and yeah, like, like conditioned don't to hurt her real family. Life. Yeah, don't kill anyone. That's just mean. Like, I'm all <laughs> for giving her a better life, but like, let's be nice to the family. She does know. Yeah. Even if by in their means. The, in their, like, words, what did they call them? Like, monsters? Uh, they call them lobos. But lobos. I, th- I think that's uh, the Spanish word for wolves. I could be wrong. Don't kill the poor, poor wolves. They didn't do anything. They saved yeah. this girl. Okay, you can continue. Anyhow. Where was I? The Suddenly, the large pack of wolves charged into the corals, attacking the goats, cows, and horses, oh and bringing my. the cowboys outside, shooting and yelling to drive them away. In all the confusion, the wolf girl managed to tear the planks from the window and escape into the night. Good. The howls soon abated, and the wolves crept back into the wilderness. Next day, not a trace of the girl could be found. Though there were a few unverified reports in the following years of a young hair-covered girl being seen with a wolf pack in the area. No one ever came in close contact with her. 
Meanwhile, gold had been discovered in California, and westward travel had increased significantly. In 1852, a surveying party of frontiersmen searching for a new route to El Paso were riding down the Rio Grande at a bend far above the mouth of Devil's River. They were almost at the water's edge when they saw, at close range, sitting on a sandbar, a young woman suckling two wolf cubs. Suddenly, she saw them quickly grab the pups and dashed into the brakes at much... At such a rate that it was impossible for the horsemen to follow. I'm sorry, what? Could you repeat that? She was what with the cubs? Suckling. I think it means like nurturing. Okay. Okay. It's getting a little weird now, isn't it? (laughs) Like, nurturing like... They were her own cubs? Uh, or just they, they were cub, cubs in the pack. Okay. Okay. And she ran faster than the horses could keep up with her? Than the horsemen can keep up with her, yes. That's okay. Goodness gracious. Well, I mean, maybe if you eat raw meat for the your whole life, you'll grow, uh, gain... Super speed. Super speed. Raw meat equals super speed. Dang. Don't eat raw meat, guys. I guess that's how The Flash did it. I never watched that show. <laughs> Let it be known. Marcus, it's obvious I never watched that show. <laughs> he probably ate a lot of raw meat. Let's go with that one. Yeah. I'll ask Marcus later. The girl would have been 17 years old that year. After that, she disappeared into the wilderness forever. It is impossible now to know what became of Molly's Molly Dent's daughter, presuming that's who the wolf girl was. Who else would it be? Are they losing <laughs> children all the time? I don't know, man. This was like 1850s, so <laughs> could have been it could have been way different back then. It is imp- uh wait, gosh darn it. There were subs- subs- subsequent reports of human-faced wolves in the area right up t- until the 1930s. There was reports of what? Human-faced wolves. You can just let that sink in. An author, L.D. Bertillion, no, you can't just continue. wrote in 1937, <laughs> during no, the past 40 years, I have, I have in questions. the Western country met more than one you wolf face strongly marked with human I'm not listening. You're going to have to repeat all that. <laughs> they had, there's, uh, there was reports of wolves that had human faces. Human-like faces. Yeah. So it could... Is that a way of saying that it could be that a wolf and Molly's child procreated and that's what the wolf-like face... It's possible, or they could have just been referring to the girl herself because she was probably, like, super hairy at that point and super dirty and stuff. Okay. So maybe they thought she was a wolf because she runs on all fours. Okay. Okay. My brain went to a more... um unreasonable answer. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That's a reasonable thing, thing to think. The story of the wolf girl of Devil's, of Devil's River reads more like a folk tale than a real feral child case, and the large amount of evidence for what happened is all anecdotal. She does, however, seem to live on in a more subtle form. Her ghost has apparently been seen in the old San Felipe Springs area beside the banks of Devil's River. Her ghost? In 1974, a hunter in this area claimed to have seen her again in the form of a white apparition which vanished before his eyes. Back in autumn of 1835, when John and Molly Dent had newly arrived in Texas, Molly wrote her mother an odd letter. It said merely, Dear Mother, the devil has a river in Texas. That is that is all his own, and it is made only for those who are grown. Yours with love, Molly. What? So the wolf girl haunts these for these um these forest and this uh Espinosa Lake uh, to this day. And that's 
And that's the story of the wolf girl. But the letter said that the, the there's a river that the devil owns and only g- grown? That is made only for those who are grown. Like only those who are grown can drink through, from it? What? That That's all that was found from her. So the, I, I'm not sure what the words meant. Would you like me to read it again? Yes, please. Okay. Dear Mother, the devil has a river in Texas that is all his own, and it is made only for those who are grown. Yours with love, Molly. And she, she mailed that to her mom before she passed? It was a letter for her mom. Was it m- mailed or was it found in the house? I think it was found in the house. Because I don't think they had, like, mail back then. Like, carrier pigeon or something. <laughs> I think that's probably what he's carrier, carrier wolves. Carrier wolf girl. Maybe she gave the wolves her daughter. She's like, um, I'm gonna die. I don't I'm think gonna my mail husband... this to my mother. <laughs> I was thinking, I don't think my husband's gonna make it. Because the devil is after both of us. If I give my daughter the wolves, maybe she'll have a chance. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, that would make sense. Because was her, was Molly's body, like... It was never found. And people still still well, see no. apparitions of the girl running on all fours. Molly was the mom, right? Mo- Molly's daughter was never found, sorry. So, was Molly, like, torn apart by wolves? Or was the baby just gone? No, 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 no. Um... It was it was fang marks, so she was bit. Um, but I don't think she was torn apart. So why would it only bite her and then take her child? What if it was like a trade? Molly's life for the child. Mm, yeah, something like that. I still don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> like if I was if I was a wolf and there was a dead person. Mm-hmm. That's fair game, right? Yeah. You would you'll be like, oh, I'm gonna feed. Mm-hmm. And so why would she not have been fed on? Yeah. Why Why would she have not been eaten? So what if like the wolves were there when she was alive, and like they made a deal, like Molly's life for, so her daughter could live. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense going to deal with the devil on the devil's river yeah, area. Yeah, maybe it was a deal with the devil. I don't know. Yeah, something like That's that. That's all. I just can't understand why she wasn't like, <laughs> I don't want her to be torn apart, obviously. Yeah. But if the wolves took her daughter, mm-hmm. how would she not have been, like, eaten a little bit? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's my little conspiracy theory. Well, I hope Molly and her daughter were reunited at some point. Wait, no, if Molly's ghost... Not Molly's ghost. If the daughter's ghost is Wolf seen, girl. I'm not calling her wolf girl. <laughs> no, you don't want to I'm call her wolf that. girl. I'll call her Jane. Jane, though. <laughs> we don't know her name. If Jane is... If her spirit is still being seen... Running around in all fours. Then Jane and her mom did not reunite. Because her spirit hasn't passed on. Oh, I just broke my heart. <laughs> You just broke your own heart. So I'm gonna go help Jane pass on so she can join her mother. How how would she? I, I imagine she's just running around terrorizing people because they uh, killed that person in the wolf pack. Oh, if that's what ha- is happening, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to go up there. It's in Texas. We can just because apparently there's fog all all the time on that lake. We can go Let's around go that lake. And, yeah, we can go camping there. Hey, Dad. Maybe see a ghost run on all fours. You want to go camping in Texas with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always down to camp. Maybe we can get him to go over there. We just won't tell him it's the lake. (laughs) It's just a a nice camping spot we heard about, Dad. You want to join us? Unless unless he's watching this. Dad, uh, Dad, forget about this episode. Forget about what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) If we see, uh, if we go camping in Texas and you see fog, just, uh, it's not happening. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. (laughs) We're not actually there. I promise. (laughs) This is not what it looks like. 
Mom won't go with us. Mom would not. I could get Marcus to go. Yeah? Is that all you have for us? Yep, that's it. Why do I always make everything so sad? <laughs> you didn't make us sad. <laughs> what? She's, she's a ghost and she doesn't even have her wolf ghost pals. She's all by herself. Well, I, I'm sure she's running around with her wolf uh, ghosts as well. Then why haven't we seen any other wolf ghosts? I don't know, just because they look like wolves. People oh. would be terrified if they saw a real girl running around on four legs. So her ghost, her ghost is a lot more apparent. But if you saw a ghost wolf, you might just think it as just a wolf. Oh, okay. Hmm. As long as she's not alone. Yeah. I doubt she was reunited to Molly because she didn't even know no, Molly. Molly. But I want her to be reunited with her wolf family at the very <laughs> least. This is like Tarzan in real life. It is. Is this what Tarzan is based off of? What did Tarzan? It's, it's possible. When did Tarzan come out, guys? Disney folk. Whoever is obsessed with Disney, email oh, wait, me no, no, at no. I'm Not Impressed podcast <laughs> and tell me when Tarzan came out. Yes, wait, I know. Wait, I can wait, Google wait. it. Tar- Tarzan, Tarzan was the. He was raised by monkeys. But close the, enough. The Jungle Book had someone raised by wolves. When did the first Jungle Book come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, tell me both. When did Jungle Book come out and when did And Tarzan what was it based, or what was it inspired by, if it was inspired by something? Someone tell me. That would be nice to know. Walt Disney, are you there? <laughs> Please tell Email me. Email us from beyond <laughs> the grave. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we should bring a Ouija board. We could Absolutely contact Walt not! Disney. <laughs> you can email us from beyond the ga- grave, All but right. do not contact through us through Ouija boards. I will I will email through a Ouija board. That's not what I said. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. It's not what I said. <laughs> okay, but that's what my ears uh <laughs> Hey Daniel's ears? That's not what I said. Do not do it. <laughs> all right okay. well thank you guys for being here thank you for telling me that story yeah i hope um, you enjoyed i have a few more um that i have found i would like to about. say that i'm not impressed These but stories. i think i might actually be might be impressed i'm impressed that the wolves <laughs> didn't kill the mom yeah. I'm not impressed that they killed her wolf friend though. That's what I'm not impressed with. That there was we go. really mean. I'm not impressed with that. I'm not impressed with those cowboys. No. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. That's all. I, that's the main takeaway. I'm not impressed with them. See you next Sunday.